Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I'm joined by the stunner, Emily J. Emily J, how are you doing from Ella J? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic. You're my J sister. We just need Anna J to complete the trio. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, honestly. Really, please. Literally. <laughs> oh, technically, you do have an E at the end of yours, but we'll accept it. We'll accept it. but you know i'm excited to chat with you today you know i've chat with chatted with you a bunch of times over the last year you recently debuted some ring gear inspired by your wrestling dad heath formerly known as heath slater so for those who maybe don't know can you tell us more about the ring gear itself and about heath's influence on you so the ring gear is inspired by his ring gear and impact um heath has been there for me for the past i think like 10 years almost 10 years he's known me since I was 12 he's seen me grown up from behind the barricade to transitioning into a wrestler he is literally my number one supporter and is always there for me when I literally need absolutely anything I could text him at two in the morning about a match and he's like okay I'm here like what's wrong but he is literally the best wrestling dad I could ever like ask for And I truly would not be where I am without him. I know. And, you know, he's been one who supported you even before, like, you know, you became a wrestler and all of that. So it's pretty cool. Not a lot of people get to say that, like, even before, you know, they make it in wrestling, they have someone as prominent as Heath uh, kind of backing you. Yes, he has always been my biggest supporter through everything. And I couldn't be more grateful to have him in my life just as a role model and him like stepping up and making sure I'm okay when situations are very bad in wrestling he is the number one person I turn to and I know I can talk to him about anything wrestling related and life related and I truly could not be more grateful for him yeah so with him you know he's had he's been it has to be at least about 20 years at this point for him it's probably something close to that have you, do you recall any memorable conversation or kind of string of advice or wisdom that he's given you that has stuck with you? Yes. Okay. Every single time I do a match, he's like, how many bumps do you take? <laughs> don't punch that bump card too much. He's like, don't do anything stupid. Um, But he truly helps me through everything. As soon as I debuted, he was the first person I texted immediately after because I'm like, he is going to be so yeah. proud of me. And I sent him the match. He loved the match. Told me what I need to work on. And he does that for almost every match of mine. You know, that's amazing. You have so many people backing you, like we said. I know one of those was a, a, a person that you recently had a match against. That being Brittany Jade, who I know has had a great influence on you and a friend throughout the early stages of your career and even before then. So can you kind of talk about your relationship with her and then getting to work with her in the ring now? I want to say about three times, I think it is now. Yeah. So me and Brittany became friends like last year. And she was friends with another good friend of mine, which is Ella Envy. Yeah. And we all became very close. And then somehow, somewhere or another, we, I got told the night before I was debuting that I'm actually going to be wrestling both Brittany and Ella. And that was probably the best debut match I could have had because I was with two people that I trusted more than anyone in this business. And me and Brittany, she helps me so much. She was my first ever singles match back in December. 
And then I just had a great match with her this past weekend. The roles were reversed. I didn't get the win. I never get the win, but <laughs> she is absolutely amazing. She helps me so much. If I have any questions, she is always the first person that's like, you're okay. You're doing amazing. Don't stress yourself out. Everybody has their bad days. Like it's going to pay off in the end. Now, like you said, you, the roles were kind of reversed in this go this go around. You've primarily been working as a baby face, I think is safe to say. So you've been kind of, you were forced to push yourself outside your comfort zone and kind of explore new territory as a heel. So kind of what did your prep work look like going into that or during it, your approach to being a heel, which is kind of new territory for you? So I always like think back to my high school days and think about the mean girls I had yeah. to deal with back in cheerleading and was like I'm gonna channel that into my match and plus like just life itself life throws curveballs at you all the time so if you have a bad week it is easy to work heal oh yeah <laughs> all your anger that you had that week into a match <laughs> but it was very difficult for me to go and be a heel because I'm so used to being a baby and it was very hard for me to step out of my comfort yeah. zone but this is a business where you are forced to step out of your comfort zone a lot. And <laughs> I was having a little breakdown in the back before my match, but everything turned out fine. We loved the match. It was absolutely great. And yeah. Now, what are some of the typical like mean girl mannerisms or moves or words maybe that you kind of maybe channeled into that match? So I pretty much channeled, I thought I was thought of myself as Regina George. That is who I thought about. I was like, I'm going to be Regina George and I'm going to be Sharpay Evans. That is who I'm channeling. Don't touch me. Don't mess up my hair. Don't mess yeah. up my makeup. Like, don't mess up anything on my body. Like, <laughs> this is not right. And Brittany was able to work it with me. And it was absolutely great. The ending of the match, I cannot wait for people to see because it is absolutely hilarious, the ending of the match. I feel like your nickname slash moniker is kind of indicative of, it, it could work as kind of the mean girl vibes. Yeah. Like you could totally play the like conceited, like pretty mean girl, you know, that's in the name. You're calling yourself the stunner. So maybe you were just meant to be a heel the whole time. I'm just saying. Probably. I'm just so used to working baby now. It was yeah. fun to step out of my comfort zone and work heel for once. Yeah. And hopefully we get to see you, you know, get those reps in going forward and you get better and better every time. Hopefully we get to see more of that. But, you know, we do a thing called a watch list feature here on WrestleZone. So since your debut last year, you've gotten about 15 matches, give or take a few under your belt. So is there a particular match of yours that stands out or do you feel the most proud of and why? Definitely my match against Brittany at FWE back in December. It is on YouTube. That was my first ever singles match um, in front of a live crowd. And that was also the biggest show I've ever worked. Yeah. Um, it was inside the Dorton Arena. I had so many emotions going. I was so nervous. I was going to do moves that I've never done in a match before, but I've learned the moves before. And it was probably the most confident after I got to the back, so many people loved the match. I sold, I was a baby in that match and I sold the crap out of <laughs> all of her moves and I acted like I was dying. But that was probably the most proud match I'm most proud of because it made me realize that like I can do this. We put on a 10 minute match and 
that was something that I never thought I could do. And I did it. I got to do it in front of my parents and so many of my friends in North Carolina. And yeah. You know, you mentioned stepping through the curtain after that match. And, you know, a lot of people were kind of praising you guys for your uh, performance. Based on your work in and of itself inside the ring, have you gotten any helpful or positive feedback from your performances that has helped you or kind of shaped you moving forward? Camille helped me so much after my match. She helped me before my match and after my match. She is absolutely amazing. It's an honor that she even wants to take the time out of her day. And NWA Women's Champion, Camille, by the way, for those who might not know. She has helped me so much. Also, the Renegade Twins, literally the loves of my life. They helped me so much. When I was stressing about my matches at Ladies Night Out back in February, they were calming me down saying, like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Don't stress. Don't overthink too much. Just go out there and show everybody that you are the stunner. (laughs) You are that girl. And I feel... I feel like, too, you know, you've also gone to a lot of conventions and shows where either you've seen and met a bunch of seasoned veterans and well-established talents. So I'm curious, you know, we talked about Heath earlier, you know, he was kind of keeping uh, count of the bumps you're taking, you know, he's saying don't take too many, but kind of any throughout those scenarios, whether it's at a convention or a show, have you been able to pick anyone's brain for any advice and who was it and what did they teach you? I think Dax Harwood. Yeah. Dax Harwood was so fun to pick his brain. We ended up being on the same flight back home from Icons in Philly. And I picked his brain in the airport. I was like, I need help. I want you to critique everything. <laughs> but he is absolutely amazing. He helped me. He still messages me about my matches to make sure like I'm doing good. Everything's all right. He wants to keep up with me, which is something that is so like heartwarming to me saying he is one of the best wrestlers in this industry and he wants to take the time out of his day and help me when I'm just starting out that truly means more than anything what is one facet or line or critique that Dax has given you that still kind of rings in the back of your mind never stop selling (laughs) never stop if you get to the curtain, keep selling. Keep selling till you are completely in the back. You know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes we see a little bit of character breaks because wrestling is always improv, you know. Some things are unpredictable. Um, has there been a move so far that you have, like, maybe not hurt to sell, but you that you felt really confident and proud that you sold? Code breakers. <laughs> Those are always I- fun. I sell my code breakers. I don't stand with them. I go down with them. I will sell it like I just died. <laughs> my favorite, favorite move to ever take. Those are like, I don't know how to explain it. I enjoy seeing those. It's like a mix of like high flying, but it also like you're going, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. That's one of my favorite moves to see. It's very vicious. It does. It does. I, I need to go and find a clip of you taking a code breaker. I just want to see one. I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> got you. Like we said before, you keep yourself very busy with wrestling, especially on your weekends. So throughout those bookings at shows and conventions, can you tell us about a memorable or positive fan interaction that you've had? Oh, gosh. Um, I think that I was at a show in New Jersey and someone came up to me and they're like, we have been following you since 2016. 
And it is crazy to see how far you have came. And that flaw, when it, that made me realize like why I do this. Like I have people that have supported me when I was just a fan and I feel it's literally you. I have not the fan she's talking about, but just in general, that general scope. Yeah. But he full on made my day. He also brought me a white monster, which made my entire trip. I love white monsters and hearing a fan tell me that, that they have supported me since 2016 being a fan of all my favorite wrestlers and then seeing me transition to a wrestler is absolutely wild to me that I'm still doing this and I can't wait to see what the future holds. Now, obviously I know white monsters is basically your favorite like energy drink, but when you are on the road, you know, I feel like, you know, I don't know if you'd like stop at gas stations and stuff. Do you have any like road food that you like highly enjoy? (laughs) Um, probably Uncrustables. (laughs) And grapes. What kind of grapes? I stop at Sheets, so they always have the red grape or the purple grapes. Okay. Right? Okay. Same thing. Yeah, no, I know. The the Concord grapes, I think, is what they're called. Don't ask me technically. <laughs> it's okay. I don't expect you to be a fruit connoisseur. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That's actually funny because I didn't plan this because you know, obviously there's also there's purple grapes, there's red grapes, there's also green grapes you're still very in your green stage of professional like i said i didn't plan this but you're still in kind of your green stage of professional wrestling so what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that you have faced so far you know in-ring work is obviously you know the physical toll but there's also like social media and marketing there's so much into this definitely just being confident in myself i always am very hard on myself I think that every match I do, I go out there and botch it. Like, I literally think, oh my God, that's the worst match. I just embarrassed myself in front of so many people. And then I watch it back and I'm like, that wasn't bad at all. Like, why am I so hard on myself? And like, I just need to be more confident in myself because I'm I'm just going to continue to tell myself that like, I was born for this. I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I'm going to make my younger self proud. And if... 2016 Emily could see me now she would not be able to believe where I am in life and yeah I know it's it's crazy I think I've known you since 26 I think it was 2016 is what it was yeah good times um you know you were talking about kind of struggling with your confidence so I'm gonna make you say something nice about yourself what in what ways do you think you've grown as a performer as a person since diving into wrestling Oh gosh, I'm never confident in myself. So that's a lie. (laughs) One nice thing about me, like about myself that I've grown in wrestling is probably selling. I've learned how to sell certain moves and be able to talk in the ring better throughout the past couple months. Mm -hmm. And I'm super proud of myself for that because when I first started, I didn't want to talk. Like, don't hand me, don't <laughs> tell me to say anything. I will literally just go in there and wrestle. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to do anything. But now I'm more confident and I'm like, okay, like I can talk. It's okay if I mess up. They won't realize it. You know, you're you're talking right now. So that's kind of practice. <laughs> yeah. 
It is. But, you know, I feel like a lot of people, you know, in wrestling, because wrestling is so unpredictable, people talk about having a plan B. You have a shoot job, so you kind of already have a a built-in kind of plan B right now. But if you weren't wrestling right now, what would you envision yourself doing, do you think? If it was, like, ideal and, like, not – if it was up to you, like, what would your ideal kind of vision look like? I would probably go back to cosmetology school and – do hair nails and all that good stuff i want to then you can do it on yourself exactly (laughs) i would actually probably be a lash tech i stay getting my lashes done and i they make good money so i would definitely be a lash tech oh interesting (laughs) i'm I'm interesting where do you know a lot of growing up i feel like a lot of people youtube was huge within the cosmetology was that kind of where that interest sparked for you or are you know people play with barbies and stuff like that where did that interest in kind of the beauty side strike for you i was actually in cosmetology school back in school for two years and then i decided not to continue it because i wanted to focus on school and not cosmetology yeah now we're wrestling so we're just off the track a little bit (laughs) you know track changes all the time you know they take you it's like a roller coaster you know but it's on the track you know life is just like that it diverts you down one path so there's nothing wrong with that but you know we're talking about the future of what you may or may not be doing this will be coming out the first week of may so what is on the horizon for you right now personally and professionally professionally i have some big title matches planned i have um i'm going back to new jersey yes gotta love bcw they're great um i have a couple debuts coming which i'm excited for everybody to see i'll be at a lot of signings so make sure you come and see me (laughs) i'll be there sign anything you want actually you'll be at baltimore celeb fest (laughs) i will be at baltimore celeb fest um, I have a match the night before that in North Carolina. So if you're in North Carolina, come on out. It's a fun time. Personally, I have a Taylor Swift concert. I know. We'll <laughs> talk about that in a second. The Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. That's where to get tickets. And pretty much that's all that's going on with my life. I'm just going with the flow. Yes. This <laughs> coming up, summer's literally like right around the corner. I mean, based mm-hmm. on the weather this week, well, at least this weekend, it was basically summer, to be honest, at least in the oh, north really? Northeast. It was 80 degrees. Yeah, it was 80 degrees here yesterday. And now it's 40. Oh, not that. <laughs> I know. Not that. But like you said, I had this next on the docket. Like you said, at the time of recording this, you will be say- seeing Taylor Swift in concert soon. A lot of people in wrestling are also Swifties. So where would you rank your fandom on a scale of 1 okay. to 10 for Taylor Swift? I'm not like overly like my entire life revolves yeah. around Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm not like that. But like Taylor's my girl. I relate to her way too much. <laughs> way too much. If you know the song Picture to Burn by Taylor Swift. Burn, 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 baby, burn. That is my anthem. <laughs> Literally if anybody's ever in the car with me, that song is immediately on the car playlist. Like automatic, that's going first and we're gonna scream it. <laughs> I'm one of those people, um, her first four albums, I believe Red is the last album because it goes Taylor Swift, Fearless, Speak Now, Then Red, I think it is. Um, I think those are her first four. I think those are her first four. But basically what I'm saying is after Red, I kind of fell off. You know, I know the hits, 
from there. But after Red, I kind of fell off a little bit. So, you know, I'm here for her early eras. It's called the Eras Tour, right? I'm here for the early eras. I got you. Got those songs. I'm, I'm so mad. My favorite <laughs> album literally has one song. Okay, which album is it and what is the song? Oh, Speak Now. Oh, which song is it? It's the only is song Enchanted? she play Back to December? Why would you not play Back to December? Why wouldn't you play Haunted? Exactly. Enchanted well, is on, a good pause, song, though. <laughs> pause. Why would she not play Long Live? I don't know. That's literally the perfect song for the Eras Tour. Is, is, is mine on Red or Speak Now? Isn't that Speak, speak now. now? She's not playing mine? She does her little... I have to look up her set songs. list. I don't know. Her surprise songs this past weekend, she did play Speak Now and Mean. So I was like... Oh, Mean, yeah. But she only plays her surprise her, songs. Mean is from Fearless. Mean yeah. is not from Fearless. I thought it was. No. Mean is from Speak Now. Okay. I can't remember now. <laughs> I know the Speak Now album by heart. Enchanted it. Oh, it's so good, though. Please don't be in love with someone. Oh, I pray for anybody that is beside me at this concert. Because <laughs> I will be hysterically crying. I'm going to be in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> nearly crying. I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry to anybody that sees me there. Now, of the songs that you saw, you clearly looked at her set list. What songs or eras are you most looking forward to hearing? I'm excited for the Midnight's era because she's never performed it. Yeah. Before. Yeah, yeah. But I'm excited for Speak Now, even though there's one song. Because <laughs> that is That's my criminal. Favorite. It really is. <laughs> I was so upset. And the only reason I know that is because my friend sent me the set list. And I went, yeah. you're joking. But I'm definitely excited to hear all too well the 10-minute version live. Because I will be emotionally unstable <laughs> at that point like i will definitely record myself during Crying. that and just randomly post it <laughs> like i'm not gonna be okay oh i expect your ig story to be popping oh it better <laughs> it will it's taylor swift or tiktok i somehow ended up on taylor swift era's tiktok i'm stuck on that and water tiktok so I'm excited. Um, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I can live vicariously through you, at least for the first four albums eras oh, kind of yeah, portions of it. Oh, and I have floor seats because somehow I secured those. So congratulations. That's a feat that not a lot of people have reached. <laughs> a round of applause. <laughs> One of the very few people that actually got tickets. That's so for, funny. For the actual price. I did not pay too much yeah. money yeah. for these tickets. Don't worry, guys. Uh, speaking of music, for those who don't know, what is your current theme song? <laughs> My current theme song is Give It Up by Victoria's Cast. <laughs> it's a bop! At the end of the night. It's Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's just gonna be singing, you know? Now, barring... Let's pretend that, like, legalities didn't exist, whatever. If you could have any musical artist or band perform... Or maybe write a custom entrance song for you. Who would it be and what would be the vibe of the song? I feel like I would get like I would hope to I know I know your personal taste is country, but the stunner yeah. is not country. It's not. No. Probably like Ariana Grande. I feel like that would be a fun vibe. 
And if you know her little like mashup with Britney Spears, where it's step on up, yeah, more, yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, I love that song so much and the mashup. So I would want that vibe with an entrance. There's also um like Pretty Girls with Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea. I just feel like that would work for the stunner. I do have a video on my Instagram with that song. Oh, you do. I do. This is just gonna be us singing at this point. It's so pretty. Now, talking about performances, you've gotten to share the ring with some notable names like Renee Michelle, Notorious Mimi, JC Storm, Ray Lynn, and so many more. But looking forward, who are some wrestlers on the indie circuit right now that you are wanting to work with or hoping to? I definitely want a one-on-one singles with Ella Envy. Yes. 110%. I want that. That is one of my dream matches. Um, Shazza McKenzie. Oh. I love her. <laughs> and you have a common connection yeah (laughs) we have so much in common i know we would vibe so well together um and probably sandra moon oh Uh, i love sandra i recently got into her work yeah i went back and studied a couple of her matches and i was like fantastic yeah also special shout out to britney brooks i want to wrestle her so bad i just started following her recently britney brooks i love her She's amazing. She I cool. want to wrestle her so bad. We would have such a great storyline saying we both came like at the younger stage yeah. of the internet wrestling community. Yeah. And I remember her as like a little girl with little braces. Yeah. yeah. And now she is shining and I'm so freaking proud of her. Oh, that's and- that's incredible. You know, it's funny. There's there's I want to say there's like four people right now that you know I've grown up with say we call it stan twitter on the twitter community twitter sphere for the last couple of years and now they're performers it's actually crazy Allie, Allie, five yeah i have i have another friend in the uk that i've grown up with yes our good friend Allie albright shout out to you as well it's Maybe. it's it's just funny it's so wild it's so wild who would have envisioned <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not me. That's so funny. But obviously, as you continue climbing the ladder, we hope to see you on television in the ring. We've seen you on AEW television singing. But we're talking about in the ring. So on the scope of the televised companies, who are you hoping to square off with on that level other than Liv Morgan? Um, Definitely want to do AEW. And I 110% want to face Nyla Rose. I that would be such a good match we would together so well. You would sell the hell out of it. Out of it. Oh yes, <laughs> literally beat me up, Nyla. I want you to beat me up, please. Mm-hmm. I will enjoy it. Oh, that's so funny. We need but that. I know we need it. Hopefully, we get you on dark soon. I know Liv Morgan is obviously kind of your number one. Anybody who knows you knows that. But you know, you recently shared a video of you performing a bulldog move as inspired by Trish Stratus. Your finishing move is obviously the stunner, which has been popularized by Stone Cold and continues to be popularized by people like Kevin Owens. Are there any other moves that you've integrated into your repertoire that was inspired by, or you pay particular? homage to that wrestler when using it i do a lot of crossbodies <laughs> like if you watch any of my matches i <laughs> stay doing a crossbody like always i love doing them they're i got inspired by willow okay. i 
love Willow. She's a sweetheart. I just keep doing crossbodies. And I also got to have a match with Ray Lynn. And Ray Lynn is somebody that I have always looked up to. And I told her, I said, listen, like, you doing crossbodies, like, you inspired me to start doing them because I'm like, okay, like, we're both lengthy and tall. Like, it's okay. (laughs) And yeah, definitely the crossbodies is definitely inspired by Willow and Ray Lynn. Willow Nightingale? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Two lovely, lovely people. We just spoke with Raylan a couple weeks ago here on WrestleZone. Lovely. To close things out, you know, 2023, at the time this is going to be released, it's going to be the first week of May, which is like crazy to think about. I swear this year just started, you know. You are continuing to make your strides in the ring, get more matches and reps in. What do you hope to accomplish personally and professionally for yourself maybe within the next year? Professionally? I want to hit at least 50 matches. I definitely want to hit 50 matches. Um, I want to have a singles match or a tag match or whatever they want during WrestleCade weekend for Ladies Night Out. Hopefully, praying. <laughs> WrestleCade weekend is my favorite weekend. Yeah. Personally, I just want to love myself and put myself first before others. Period. <laughs> I feel like that's so relatable, especially to like your audience, you know, you're still really young. I I say that as if I'm not that much older than you, but you're still like, you know, you're still really young and finding yourself, especially at the age you're at right now. It just, even in general, it takes a long time, but, um, and recognizing that is a, is a big step, you know, we're all still on our own journey, but you kind of being vulnerable about that, you know, I feel like opens makes, makes people more relatable too, you know? that's what people look up to you so oh don't make me cry that's my job no not really i'm not Uh, i'm kidding kidding. before i let you go can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on your social medias you can find me cut that (laughs) you can find me at emily j pro on all social media platforms with an e at the end by the way after the j I know she she didn't want to be like me so she made it Emily J with an E at the end (laughs) so sorry seriously seriously though we need a photo with me you and Anna J please I have a photo with each of you separately but not all together next time we Philly next year that's true next year Anna J we're shouting you out we need we need this J prophecy to be fulfilled all together please we need an iconic trio i know emily thank you so much for joining me here today it's been an absolute pleasure as always thank you so much